Thanks to the continued resolve and vigilance of Marylanders, our state was recently ranked as the safest state in the nation during the COVID-19 pandemic. And after emerging from the peak Omicron wave faster than any state in America, uh, state hospitalizations, which is the most important metric that we monitor, uh, are, are plateauing at a rate 86% lower, uh, and ICU levels are 90% lower. In my State of the State address back in February, my message to Marylanders was that we must all learn to live with the virus, uh, not to live in fear of it. And I want to thank uh, the people of Maryland for doing exactly that. Our state public health response has now fully transitioned from an emergency uh, into an ongoing operation of state government. And as the next phase of our nation-leading response and recovery, uh, today I'm announcing our COVID-ready Maryland plan to maximize all of the available tools and treatments for preventing severe illness and keeping people from being hospitalized and to maintain uh, an ongoing state of readiness over the long term so that we are well prepared to respond to any emerging future variants or any potential waves or surges. The first pillar of the COVID Ready Maryland plan will expand on the federal test to treat program to make it easier for patients to get tested and to start treatment in the same visit. Uh, too often, uh, if people tested positive, uh, they'd have to wait to get a doctor's appointment and then uh, get a prescription and then go to the pharmacy to try to get that prescription uh, filled. And that cumbersome process sometimes led uh, people to decide just to go to the hospital instead, which placed further strain on, on the healthcare system. So the test to treat plan changes all of that and makes it all a one-stop process. Uh, we recently launched a test to treat at our state center site in Baltimore City, where visitors can receive a rapid COVID-19 test. And if they test positive uh, and treatments are appropriate, they can receive a clinical evaluation and a prescription for oral antiviral pills and have it filled right there on site. And all of that is at no cost. Uh, if you don't have time to go see a doctor or visit one of these sites, we have also established a free self-referral service in partnership with the University of Maryland Medical System, where you can simply set up a telehealth consultation and receive a prescription if warranted without leaving your home. Uh, just over the last few months, we have nearly doubled the amount of test-to-treat locations in the state. We currently have 88 locations and through the uh, COVID Ready Plan, which we're announcing today, we will be expanding our test to treat infrastructure so that we're able to activate dozens more urgent care and ambulatory care providers uh, to provide these services. As part of our uh, continued focus on protecting our most vulnerable, we have made sure that every single skilled nursing home facility in the state is now aligned with a pharmacy partner for testing, vaccines, and therapeutics. And as a result of our aggressive efforts earlier this year to secure more testing supplies, uh, we now have on, on hand approximately 2.3 million rapid at-home tests. 
uh, especially important as we head into fall, uh, we continue to make these resources available to every single school system all across the state. The second pillar of our COVID ready plan is increasing and maximizing the utilization of therapeutics, which are a relatively new and effective tool in our arsenal in fighting the virus and are rapidly becoming more prevalent and more important. In a one month span this spring, we increased overall therapeutic utilization by 248% in Maryland, uh, which is a key reason why we're seeing far fewer people getting severely ill, being hospitalized or dying from COVID. Uh, there are now several different types of these treatments available, including oral antiviral pills, which uh, interfere with the virus's ability to replicate. And these treatments are not cures, but they have a very high success rate when it comes to lessening the severity of symptoms and in keeping high-risk patients out of the hospital. We want to make it clear that any healthcare provider, including um, primary care and urgent care uh, facilities, can make referrals for treatment and therapeutics and they're currently available at hundreds of locations across the state. And Dr. Haft will provide a more thorough briefing on that program in just a few moments. The third pillar of our COVID ready plan is getting more Marylanders vaccinated and boosted as they become eligible. And vaccines remain our most powerful weapon against severe illness and death. And fortunately, Maryland continues to be one of the most vaccinated and most boosted states in America. We have now administered nearly 12 million uh, vaccinations, including more than 2.4 million booster shots. And we have built up one of the strongest provider networks in the uh, nation with 941 vaccine providers currently available on covidvax.maryland.gov. We've been successful in enlisting more than 700 primary care provider partners to be a part of the ongoing vaccination effort. And while it has never been easier to get vaccinated and boosted, we recognize that mixed uh, messaging from the federal government has made it harder to know when it's actually time to get a booster shot. And from our own outreach, many people have told state health officials that they weren't sure if they needed it or didn't even know if they were eligible. So the simplest way to put it, uh, the easiest way to remember is that everyone five and older is eligible for one booster and everyone 50 and older is eligible for a second booster. Uh, all of the data shows that protection from the vaccines does wane over time. And so no one should consider themselves fully protected uh, unless you have gotten a booster shot. And to cut through the confusion today, we are launching a new web portal that will let you know within seconds uh, whether you are up-to-date on your COVID-19 vaccines. And if you're not up-to-date, you will be directed uh, to the site where you can immediately schedule an appointment. In the coming weeks, we anticipate uh, that COVID-19 vaccines will also uh, become available for Maryland children five years of age uh, and, and under. And Dr. Chan will be providing an update on that in just a few minutes. The fourth pillar of our COVID ready plan is outreach and public awareness. Our uh, GOVAX call center remains available to Marylanders seven days a week at 1-855-MD-GOVAX. 
and it has now facilitated nearly 2 million vaccine appointments. We're in the process of conducting a number of uh, text and phone campaigns around eligibility for booster shots, scheduling vaccine appointments, and raising awareness of therapeutics. This week, we are also launching the next round of our public service announcements on television and through social media, featuring testimonials from families uh, who have been affected by COVID. The fifth pillar of our COVID ready plan is surge preparedness. Uh, through the Maryland Department of Health and our multi-agency task force, as well as our ongoing coordination with the White House and federal official, officials, uh, the state continues to constantly assess any possible impact of emerging variants uh, to monitor levels of community transmission and outbreaks and to maintain critical public health resources, including a ro robust uh, variant sequencing program uh, PPE supplies, hospital surge capacity, and contact tracing for high-priority cases and vulnerable populations. And we have also provided record levels of funding to local health departments to bolster their preparedness efforts. Uh, we continue to stand ready to adapt and respond just as we have over these last two and a half years. Uh, after this press conference, the First Lady and I are hosting a special uh, thank you, reception at Government House to honor and thank uh, many of the countless uh, heroes who have helped our state lead the way in responding to COVID-19 and who will ensure that Maryland continues to lead the nation in health and economic recovery. The most important thing we can all do to support our healthcare heroes as we go about our daily lives and as the number of cases goes up and down uh, is to continue to be smart and to exercise personal responsibility uh, so that together we will continue to be COVID ready and Maryland strong. Uh, with that, I'm gonna turn it over to uh, Maryland's Health Secretary Dennis Schrader to discuss more about our expanded test to treat programs. Thank you, Governor. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, on June 1st, the uh, Department of Health issued an invitation for bids uh, or uh, it's also known as IFB, for urgent care centers, ambulatory centers, uh, community providers or pharmacies in the state that already offer COVID-19 vaccination, testing and therapeutic treatment to apply for funds to rapidly expand COVID services when needed. Uh, we're launching this program to ensure that Marylanders have under one roof uh, throughout their communities, easily identifiable locations that can provide access to the main tools needed for uh, meaning vaccines, tests, and therapeutics so they can stay safe, healthy, and COVID ready during the potential COVID surge periods as we move forward. Um, having COVID service centers on the ready throughout the state and making sure Marylanders know where uh, they should go uh, to access them if they need to will also alleviate undue pressure on emergency rooms and hospitals uh, as a whole. This is one of the lessons learned from our experience through the Omicron surge earlier this year. Through this IFB, uh, we are able to award funds to operate up to 50 COVID service centers in the state. 
and the IFB also focuses on geographical representation based on the five regions established by the Maryland Institute for Emergency Medical Services, also known as MIMS. Um, as the governor said, uh, uh, as part of the COVID ready, uh, the Department of Health will continue to closely monitor the transmission of COVID-19 and the emergence of new variants in the state and region. And we have been doing this every day for two years. When it comes to activating the service centers, we'll make a data-driven decision using our invaluable state data, uh, CDC's community level indicators, uh, and uh, other information, as well as our, our discretion. I want to encourage all of the interested entities to take a look and apply for the opportunity to establish a COVID-19 service center. All of the details are on EMMA. Uh, the link is emma.maryland.gov. I also want to remind any interested parties that it closes on June 30th, so please apply now if you're eligible. I'll stop there and turn it over to Deputy Secretary of Health, Dr. Chan, to talk about the pending pediatric COVID-19 vaccine. Dr. Chan? Thank you, Mr. Secretary, Governor, um, and good afternoon, everyone. I'd like to talk a little bit about the new weapon that uh, both the governor and the secretary just referenced that we will soon have here uh, in the state of Maryland that uh, we'll be using against in the fight against COVID-19. We are preparing to roll out two COVID-19 vaccines for children six years of age and younger down to age six months in anticipation that they'll receive approval from the federal government potentially by the end of next week. There are approximately 358,000 children in this age group in the state. And these COVID-19 vaccines, just like other COVID-19 vaccines that we have for other age groups, will help protect our youngest Marylanders against severe disease, hospitalizations, and death. Recently published information also suggests that even among young children in this age group under five, that vaccination can potentially mitigate the risk of development of the post-COVID multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children or the MISC syndrome. And here in Maryland alone, we have had 55 children under the age of five reported with that condition to date. And that is roughly a third of the total number of MISC cases um, identified in the, date, in the state so far. In October of last year, the Pfizer vaccine for children ages five to 11 received federal approval. Today, roughly 50% of Maryland children in this age group have received at least one dose of the vaccine and more than 43% are fully vaccinated, meaning they've completed two doses. This ranks Maryland sixth among the in the nation for vaccination rates among five to 11 year olds. And just last month, the CDC approved the COVID-19 booster doses for this same age group, five to 11. And during the past three weeks, nearly 10% of our five to 11 year olds have already received a booster shot. So we're off to a pretty good start and we continue to work on this part. But now the long awaited 
next opportunity to protect Maryland's youngest children against COVID-19 is nearly here. Next week, both the FDA and the CDC's advisory committees will be reviewing both the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children six months to four years old, through four years old, and a Moderna COVID-19 vaccine for children under six years old. The Pfizer vaccine will be a three-dose vaccine series, and the Moderna vaccines will be two doses. If approved on Monday, June 20th, COVID-19 vaccines for infants and toddlers will be available in Maryland. The Department of Health has been working very closely with our federal government and our partners across the state to ensure that Maryland will have this important vaccine available for families right away. In anticipation of this, Yesterday, we completed our first order of these vaccines, and we expect to receive approximately 65,400 doses initially with additional vaccines to come. Again, all of this will be pending, and so we'll be watching next week the review and approval by both the FDA and the CDC of these vaccines before they are authorized for use. Our goal with this age group, as it has been for all age groups, is to distribute these COVID-19 vaccines equitably across the state, offering and using our vast network of pediatricians, family practitioners, federally qualified health centers and local health departments who will be at the forefront of this vaccination effort. To further help parents make the best and informed choice about vaccinating their children, the Department of Health has dedicated a page on our covidlink.maryland.gov website specifically for parents and guardians. The information for parents page has links to clinical studies showing the safety and efficacy of vaccines for children, information on the rigorous testing that was conducted, and, and which, which went on before these approvals were sought and other helpful material. It is important that for every family to be informed about the risk of COVID-19, as well as the risks and benefits of vaccines for their children. If families have any questions, we urge you to discuss the benefits of vaccinating your children against COVID-19 with your child's healthcare provider. We hope that you make the decision to vaccinate and boost all of your family members who are eligible Mine are, and I am very thankful that my family's vaccinated as we look forward to our summer vacations. If you do not have a healthcare provider, or if your provider is not offering the vaccine, you'll be able to search for locations near you for your children six months and older to receive a COVID vaccine on our vaccine locator. Again, covidvax.maryland.gov or by calling our GoVax call center at 855-MD-GO-VAX. And you can also contact your local health department in the jurisdiction where you live. So Maryland continues to be a strong leader in the nation in vaccination rates among all ages. And that is an important reason that our recovery from the pandemic has been so strong. We are COVID ready and optimistic about the future. We have made all of these tools available and um, accessible to everyone across the state and so that everyone can be prepared. 
and we'll continue to work to improve the health of all Maryland families. So thank you, and I'd like to now turn it over to Dr. Howard Huff, who will give you some remarks about therapeutics. Thank you, Dr. Chan, thank you, Governor, Secretary, and um, good afternoon. I have good news regarding the uh, abil ability to treat COVID-19. We have highly effective, safe, widely available, easily accessible medications to prevent severe illness, hospitalizations, and death for this virus, and Marylanders are using them. Monoclonal antibodies, which were administered IV in, by IV injection, have been available since uh, November of, of 2020, but since December of 2021, the more easily accessible, convenient oral antiviral pills were authorized by the federal government and now are widely available across Maryland. The oral medications are indicated to treat anyone with underlying medical conditions within five days of the onset of mild, mild to moderate symptoms. Last week, we had more than 64,000 courses of therapeutic treatments on hand and distributed among more than 800 publicly accessible test-to-treat locations, pharmacies, hospitals, urgent care centers, primary care offices, and other places across the state. The utilization of therapeutics among Marylanders who are testing positive for COVID has increased more than fourfold since the beginning of the year. Last week alone, we treated more than 7,000 patients. We expect that the supply and the demand to keep growing for these safe and effective treatments. As a physician with more than 46 years of experience, I'm excited that we're at a stage in, in this pandemic where in Maryland, there are no barriers to accessing therapeutics. The oral medications are now available in pills that are named Paxlovid and Malnupiravir. For patients who are not able to take those specific medications for reasons of impaired kidney function or other reasons, there are other treatments available, such as the monoclonal infusions that I mentioned and remdesivir, which is an IV antiviral agent. So speak to your doctor if you have even mild symptoms and test quickly if you feel sick. If you don't have a doctor, as you've heard, you can do a home test, visit any one of the hundreds of testing sites around the state, visit one of our test to treat centers, or get a telehealth consultation to determine if you are eligible for one of these therapeutic treatments. As the governor said, to make it as convenient as possible to ensure that we're all COVID ready, the state has established a network of more than 80 test to treat sites and as the secretary said, we're adding more all the time. The current test-to-treat sites and COVID service centers will, that will be established offer one-stop shopping for patients who want to walk in with no appointment, take a rapid test, undergo a medical evaluation, and be given a prescription at one convenient location. You can find a test-to-treat site near you by going to covidtest.maryland.gov and using the locator tool. Testing quickly and seeking treatment options right away is particularly important for those who are over 50 and those who are younger with any significant underlying medical conditions. You should take advantage of these treatments to avoid the worst consequences of COVID, including hospitalization and death. We also want to remind our patients who have moderate to severe immune deficiencies to contact their medical providers to see if they're eligible for Evusheld medication. This is a therapy that's provided as an injection that produces protection against COVID infection for many months in the future. COVID may be with us for a long time into the future, but the very good news is that we have vaccines to protect ourselves and our community and medications to treat this disease safely and effectively. Thank you very much. Governor, I'll turn it back to you. 